0: Daily Drive is brought to you by Reynolds & Reynolds, the industry leader in automotive technology. Find out what Reynolds is up to in the digital retailing space by visiting reyrey.com slash retail anywhere. That's R-E-Y-R-E-Y dot com slash retail anywhere.
1: I'm Jason Stein, publisher of Automotive News, and this is Daily Drive for Tuesday. June 15th. The used car market has turned into the ultimate test for the true hunters in the retail space. Amid record prices, some dealers are making tough decisions and creating unique strategies for success. Take the dealer principal at Premier Automotive Group with 24 franchise stores across California, Kansas, Louisiana, Missouri, and Texas. He's created a program where salespeople are earning spiffs for acquiring used cars and trucks off the street. Or how about another dealer, this time in Michigan, who's had to prioritize local customers during a sale, in some cases requiring out-of-market buyers to have a trade-in vehicle in order to purchase a car or truck. Difficult times? Unique solutions. It's all part of the game when the used vehicle index is up nearly 50% year-over-year in May, a record, or when instant cash offers and street purchases are driving a market that is red-hot. In the Monday edition of Automotive News, reporters David Muller and Jack Walsworth write about the record prices, bold tactics, and simply mind-boggling strategies at work for dealers. To hear more and to predict where this market's going, we've reached co-author David Muller in Detroit. Well, David, it's great to talk to you again. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you? Excellent. I want to start this conversation by going back about 14 or 15 months, and if you could... Set the stage for where the used car market was even pre-pandemic, and then what happened in I would say spring of 2020.
2: Yeah, it's been really interesting. I can remember February 2020, January, February, but then especially February 2020. You know, everybody was at NADA, everybody was still traveling, no one was wearing masks, and and you can I I remember pretty clearly the expectation was that we were going to have this great used car spring. It just, the things, things were coming together and we were expecting a pretty hot market. And then as everybody knows, in March and April, the the pandemic uh, hit and started spreading. And really at the end of March, early April, when things just started shutting down, I mean, dealers shut their doors, there were government mandates and all of that. You watched wholesale prices, fall off a cliff. Really, they just nosedived wholesale prices, wholesale sales. And everybody kind of wondered what was gonna happen next. And now we know in May and June there this this kind of pent up demand came roaring back to the market. This is last year, 2020, and prices and sales kind of remained strong for used vehicles all throughout the summer. And it was it was unprecedented the the way it was unseasonal anyway, the way they kind of stayed hot throughout the summer. So then now you get to this year and you have, um, you know, the pandemic kind of getting, it seems like it's going to be a little bit more under control. We have a better idea of what's going on. You have vaccinations spreading, things opening back up. And and then, I mean, just uh, you think of you know, the, the perfect storm or the stars are lining, whatever kind of cliche or metaphor you want to use. I mean, it really happened this spring now. So now you, you come to this year, 2021, January, February, and we're expecting a hot used vehicle market for, you know, because tax return season which is always hot you got government stimulus because of the pandemic added on there and then you throw in um you know the fact that there's a shortage of new vehicles because of the the microchip shortage uh and it's just it's been insane i mean it, the, it's the one thing vehicle after market another yeah one thing after another and now here we are with record wholesale prices and, and it's the wholesale prices outclipping retail prices in many cases. And, and it's, it's been, needless to say, it's been really hard to find good inventory.
1: Yeah, let's get to some of those numbers. Uh, what are you hearing and reading about the overall industry when it comes to, let's say, Kelly Blue Book cash offers or even the Mannheim used vehicle uh, value index?
2: Yeah. So the, the Kelly Blue Book cash offers, which, you know, you can think of as just dealers, you know, trying to to buy vehicles from customers, they were up 41 percent through June 6 of this year. 41 percent. I mean, that's a that's a big rise. And it's not just we're not just comparing that to, you know, a year ago spring when things were a little touch and go. This is the first, you know, five months of the year here. So so 41 percent for Kelly Blue Book cash offers over the same period of 2020. The Mannheim used vehicle index was up uh, almost 50% year over year in May. And in May last year, uh, you know, remember now, with prices were already starting to rise. So that's at a record level. Um, wholesale, if you look at J.D. Power, they have through the first about five months of the year, wholesale prices are up 39%. Uh, while you, retail prices are only up 20%. So you, you can see that, you know, wholesale prices are still outclipping retail, but I, a lot of the analysts I talked to they are expecting the retail prices to kind of gain steam here and f- for some of that to, to to return to to return to normal but but yeah it's, it's uh, <laughs> the numbers the numbers show how how kind of crazy things are in fact, I would encourage people if they haven 't already to look online and, and look at this recent issue and we had a couple graphs we have a graph of the the Mannheim used vehicle index and we have the jD power wholesale price index and it kind of shows you especially from last spring you know we were talking about the the wild ride that these used vehicle values have been on. its It's been crazy.
1: And supply numbers have been uh, fairly um, mind-boggling as well, right, David? Uh, according to Mannheim, used retail supply 38 days at the end of May, typical 44 and wholesale supply stood at 19 days at the end of last May. Normal level is 23. So you've got dealers now, if if this is the scenario, dealers have become especially innovative in how they land used inventory. Walk us through a couple of examples. You have some amazing examples uh, in the story that is published um, here on uh, June 14th. Walk us through a few.
2: Yeah, so my, my colleague uh, Jack Walsworth and I reached out to, to – You know several dealers, and and I've got to say that you know we've looked at before what dealers are doing to find used vehicles. Uh, We've looked at this in the past, but this time there's truly some some new ones here. Um, For example, uh, you know one of the things is we've we've heard of dealers buying cars and trucks off the street when they need used vehicle inventory. It makes sense. You get a car or truck off the street from a customer. Typically you're going to have a better margin than paying at the auction where there's a lot of competition and there's fees and things like that. We've heard of them doing that before, but now what what's a little bit newer one, for example, uh, Troy Duhon, the, the principal of premier automotive group is offering his salespeople spiffs to get cars off the street. He's paying them 200 to $400, you know, to, to get cars off Facebook. And he said, you know, Facebook and Instagram, these are some of the places where where he's getting these vehicles.
1: And he had one salesperson in particular. With how many bought off the street?
2: Yeah, 10, 10 vehicles and in, in one month. And he said that you know he made a profit of about forty thousand on those ten vehicles. Wow. So, yeah. And he's not the only one doing this. I mean, he, there's others that have said, you know, look, we're turning our buyers, or we're t- we're turning our salespeople into buyers because we just need. We need used, good used vehicles wherever we can get them at this point. So that's one of the ones, you know, the, the fact that they're, they're paying the salespeople to, to actually acquire used vehicles is a new one, I think. That's a, that's a new one for us to hear. Another thing that we heard that which was striking to us, we you know, and uh, when I say us, you know, just automotive news in general, the retail team. Um, we had a dealer in Michigan who started requiring anyone that's coming out of you know, his immediate market. To actually have a trade in, in order to buy a vehicle from them. And he's, you know, I mean, as a a car dealer. Of course, that's a, yeah, it's a really tough decision for him to make. But he says, you know, I, I only have so many vehicles to sell and the people in the local market, you know, they're, they're going to be the repeat customers. They're going to be the ones coming back for service, for parts, for things like that. So yeah, I mean, he has people coming from other parts of maybe the state or even outside of the state because they can't find what they want in their home market. But he has to tell them like, you know, if you don't have a trade in, you know, we'll we'll stay in touch. But you know, i I'd rather sell this to to someone locally. I mean, that's just how high demand customers. We've never heard right of something out. like this,
1: right, David? Yeah, I
2: mean, it's and he as a salesperson, you know, he just it's it's a tough business
1: decision for him to make. And just with that example, his Ford store typically carries. Sixty-five to seventy new vehicles. It has fifteen. This is a story that we've heard a lot in the last uh, number of months, and it's down to thirty-two used vehicles. Again, almost half of what they typically have in stock. And, and I, I'm guessing that you and Jack Wallsworth heard that a ton as you made your way around the country trying to understand who had what yeah. in terms of inventory.
2: Exactly. I mean, that's really what's underpinning all of this, and all of these examples is just you know they don't have. They, there's just a there's a clear shortage. Of sellable inventory that that they're dealing with and that they're, they're they need to find uh, good used cars and trucks to sell and they go to the auction and they see these record wholesale prices and there's competition there and even if you you know we we did another story on just how dealers are shopping outside state lines for auction it's not a necessity too but even when you do that I mean the competition there is 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 so stiff that, that that's why we're seeing some of these examples uh, of what they what they need to do to get good used cars and trucks.
1: We'll hear more from automotive news reporter David
0: Muller after this message. As online experiences exploded this past year, it was clear dealers needed an approach that kept them in business for the long term. Chris Walsh, Casey Edwards, and Dave Bates, top Reynolds executives, sat down to discuss today's digital retailing landscape. Here's an excerpt from that roundtable discussion.
2: So what are dealers trying to do to get this fully online and online-to-in-store experience? I mean, that's a great question. And honestly, it's, a, it's kind of a hard one to answer because retailers are kind of defining and using digital retailing differently. You know, to some dealers, it's selling a car. To others, it's sales and F&I. And they, they tend to be approaching it in chunks versus, you know, kind of a holistic, holistic approach. And then you end up just focusing
0: on one or two things when you need to focus on, you know, more of a big picture. Digital retailing is dealership operations, period. Reynolds' Retail Anywhere approach focuses on streamlining dealership operations and improving profitability. For more information about this big-picture, holistic approach, visit reyrey.com slash retail anywhere. That's R-E-Y-R-E-Y dot com slash retail anywhere.
1: Other areas that you're hearing across the country that are innovative, um, I, I know there are some other uh, groups around the country, um, not only paying their salespeople, uh, but, but trying to get folks to get appointments for used vehicles. Is that right? Yeah.
2: Um, there was one dealer who said that, that he was actually incentivized. So we heard of, you know, dealers that are paying spiffs or something like that on, on just, you know, buying their salespeople, buying cars off the street. And we had one dealer even offering, uh, some, some, uh, some monetary incentive to get appointments for trade-ins. I mean, that's how desperate it's it's gotten in, in some senses here. So um, that was another unique example. Another thing that we've heard in the past too is, you know, dealers they'll they'll go in the service lane and they'll they'll check their their you know their lease portfolio and things like that and try to get customers out of leases uh sooner and if, certainly we've heard that this time but what was new you know recently is how far back they're going one dealer told us that he was going back 24 months on customers at a lease. i mean you have a customer that maybe has a, a just gotten into this new lease and already the dealer's calling and saying like hey you know you could trade that in right now and do quite well in this <laughs> market for you know what you got into it as that's i mean it just it's that's how badly they need these cars and trucks
1: so when you when you talk to dealers around the country and you you get a sense of their mood, do they feel that going forward that things are going to change anytime soon? Are they are they getting a sense of um, uh, change in wind in the wind direction here?
2: Uh, yeah, I think so. You know, dealers um, obviously throughout this they've been seeing pretty good profits generally speaking. So so it's not like you know it's been difficult in the sense that you know there's this, such high demand and and lack of product to meet the demand i mean they could obviously be selling more if they had more vehicles to sell but they have been profitable so it hasn't been you know the the worst thing ever but at the same time you know there is this sense of like you know when is this this is kind of crazy when's it going to end and i think dealers and analysts kind of see this this demand can't last forever the microchip shortage you know is a separate issue uh, I mean they're they're connected, but you know the demand can't last forever and we kind of see that the sense that I'm getting is maybe around the end of the summer. Uh, wholesale prices are already kind of slowing down. you see conversion rates at auctions already slowing down. so there is while well, while used prices are still rising they seem to be rising at a slower rate. So it does seem like, things, there, there's some relief is on the way and then meanwhile like I mentioned you know obviously you know you know as well as anybody it's just the, the microchip shortage needs to needs to get fixed and more new, new vehicles need to need to arrive for, for that to offer relief as well so kind of the, that's the you know kind of a lot of a lot of uh, words to say that generally speaking we think some seasonality and some relief will occur end of summer maybe beginning of the fall. And it'll stay. It'll still stay elevated. I mean, it's just such a hot market that it's not gonna. It's not gonna. Like one analyst said, uh, it's not gonna fall off the face of the planet. But things are. It does seem like things are at least slowing down from their, yeah. from their meteoric rise in the spring.
1: David Muller, you're at the center of a crazy world that is ever changing. The story in this week's issue of Automotive News is headlined, To Score Used Vehicles, Dealers Are Getting Crafty. David Muller and Jack Walsworth, the authors of that. David, I want to thank you so much for being on Daily Drive and for giving us a glimpse into your crazy world. Thanks, Jason. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. We reached Automotive News reporter David Muller in Detroit. And that's Daily Drive for Tuesday, June 15th. For breaking news, go to autonews.com. And for a library of more than 350 interviews with more than a million listens, go to autonews.com slash Daily Drive. We'll be back Wednesday.